you would please draw your attention, the scripture reading for tonight, we will not have you stand back up, but be standing as in your hearts as we read this together. The book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. And they said, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was very troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And the wise men told him, in Bethlehem of Judea. For for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. And then King Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go, search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. And after listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down, and they worshiped him. And then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Over 150 years ago, children, that's 150 years. Now don't look to the people around you and ask them if they were alive then. It's a little bit rude. 150 years ago, a clergyman by the name of Phillips Brooks made a pilgrimage around Christmas time. And his pilgrimage was to the Holy Land, to Israel, because he wanted to visit some of the most ancient sites that you can find in the Bible. And on Christmas Eve night, do you know what he did? He traveled on horseback from Jerusalem hoping to recreate what that Christmas night would have been like long ago. And as he went through the fields where the shepherds likely would be, he saw this small, tiny, little town on the ridge, on top of a hill. It was the town of of Bethlehem. And that sight inspired him to write the words that we just sang. As a matter of fact, He wrote that carol, he wrote that Christmas hymn for his children in his Sunday school class back at his church in Pennsylvania. Were you listening closely when you sang the song? Maybe it's familiar to you, maybe not. But I'm going to attempt to recite or maybe even sing the first verse. It goes like this. O little town of Bethlehem. How still we see thee lie Above thy deep and dreamless sleep The silent stars go by 
And in the dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years together are met in thee tonight. My greatest fear as a child was singing in front of people. A star. The star of Bethlehem. Of course a star. Why not a star? A star is a sign of Christmas, is it not? Children, every time you hear me say star tonight, I want you to take your hands, keep them close to you. Can you do that? And twinkle. The star, of course, the star. It's a sign of Christmas. How many of you happen to put a star at the top of your Christmas tree? Show of hands, you can raise them high this time. 1, 2, 12, 15, 183, somewhere, give or take 15. Okay? It's a very significant sign of Christmas, is it not? Have you ever thought about why? Well, were you listening to the scripture? Were you listening to the story? I'm going to read you just the last part. And remember, every time I say the word star, perfect, you've got it. So Herod summoned the wise men secretly. And he learned from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem saying, Go, search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. And after listening to the king, they went on their way. But behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. It was the star of Bethlehem that led the wise men to Jesus on that first Christmas night. They followed the star to find Jesus. Of course, that's why we have so many stars around at Christmas time. But wait a second. Just a minute. We've got a problem. Our Christmas carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem, it, it said this, in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. No star lasts forever. The everlasting light, that means forever, doesn't it? The, the star of Bethlehem didn't last forever. Then, then what in the world is meant by this carol speaking of an everlasting light in Bethlehem? Let me ask you this. Where was the everlasting light on that first Christmas night? Listen closely. In the manger. The everlasting light is in the manger. Because Jesus Christ is the everlasting light. Let me quickly tell you another story. It's from someone named John. He said the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And he was in the world, but the, the world was made through him, and yet the world didn't know him. And he came to his own, and even his own people wouldn't receive him. But 
to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. No, not those who were born of the will of the flesh or the will of man, but born of God. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. It's incredible, isn't it? Jesus, the everlasting light of the world in a manger. No wonder we have a star at Christmas time. It reminds us about the everlasting light. What a gift, right? What a gift. Of course, of course. It's Christmas time. What a gift. I wonder, children, how many of you are expecting sometime tonight or perhaps sometime tomorrow to find one of these in a room or underneath the tree? Would you raise your hand if that's you? I see a bunch of adults' hands going up. A gift, another sign of Christmas. Not just the star, but also a gift. And you know what? Our song helps us with that. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, you remember? I'm going to recite, or maybe try to sing. I'll spare you this time. I will recite the third verse. Listen, listen closely. How silently... How silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. Did you hear it? How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. Children, let me finish Matthew's story of Christmas with the wise men. And going into the house, the wise men saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and they worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. The wise men gave gifts to Jesus. Of course. That's why we give gifts this time of year. It's not just because we have things that we want. It's because the gift means something. It's a sign. Just like the star. The wise men gave gifts to Jesus. Wait a second. Wait a minute. We've got a problem. You know what our problem is? It's our song. Our Christmas hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem, you remember? It it says in the third verse this. uh, Let me just say it this time. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. The wondrous gift. But the wise men gave three gifts. The wondrous gift means one gift. Where in the world on that Christmas night was only one gift given? In the manger. Because the wondrous gift that's given is Jesus Christ. Do you see it? 
The wondrous gift is in the manger. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. And if you'll let me, children, one last time, there's, there's this wonderful, godly man named Paul who, who told it this way. He said, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's why he was born. It's incredible, isn't it? Jesus is the wondrous gift given by God to men and women. And guess what? He's not going to be placed under a tree. He's going to be placed on one. And this tree won't be beautiful. It won't be decorated with ornaments. It won't have a star on top of it. It won't have needles and fur. It will be stripped bare. It will have nothing beautiful about it. As a matter of fact, it would be the kind of thing that you would turn your face away from. And that wondrous gift is going to be placed on it for you and for me. And so in the same way that we celebrate Jesus' birth, we also celebrate Jesus' death for us because he's the everlasting light. And his light can shine in any darkness in your life and overcome it. And he is the wondrous gift given for you and given for me. I think that's something worth celebrating. And so children, every time you see a star, we started fading out on our stars. And every time you see a gift, be reminded, as wonderful as these things are, they're supposed to remind us of that baby in the manger. Let's continue to worship him now together.